0: Hey, peeps, I'm Michelle. Hey, it's Kat. Hey, everyone, I'm Natalie. Hey, what up? It's Faith. Hey, it's
1: Laurie. Hey, Sydney. And this, this is, is the Red Lips, lips and Mic drops, drops podcast.
2: Red lips and mic drops, big hips and lip gloss. I'm talking issues and our thoughts. The world's unfair, so let's talk. Hey, 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 what up? It's Faith, and today we're going to talk about hit it cat let's roll the wheel ready today's wheel topic is oh, oh. We we're talking about relationship between intimacy and business yes. that's a whole lot of whole lot a lot of lot a lot of, of holes. that's a big topic like where do we
3: start with the that? interpretation of that
2: yeah yeah right yeah especially since we're business owners that work from home a lot of us so when does the business start and the intimacy stop Mm. I mean my brain
1: immediately went to personal but that's that's, that's where my brain went because with my business Keith is like your head is always in that damn computer or well not so much anymore because now I'm cognizant of it but it has disrupted parts of our relationship before where it's like am I even here you know, and I've felt very yep. guilty about that in the past. So that is a, is a problem. Does anybody
4: else experience that? A lot of people do. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's for sure. absolutely. I, I find myself that because I'm working from home, oh, I just need to quickly do this. And then it turns to three hours of me sitting in the office doing something. Mm-hmm. And my husband is downstairs watching TV or doing something else. And there's not really that you would expect working from home, you would have a higher level of connection, but you have much more disconnect,
0: I feel. Yeah, You know, I don't, I don't turn it off. And so it causes some issues. I don't turn it off ever. It's 24 seven. Absolutely. I have two iPhones. Like I told you guys yesterday, I'm morphing into one of them, right? Like I'm just going <laughs> to morph into an iPhone um, and I just don't turn it off. And then I'm out doing makeup and then I'm coming home and answering emails and doing all the other stuff, you know, and um, I was at brunch last Saturday, and um, I was answering 26 emails that I had to get to. And I was just spending time with my boyfriend at brunch. So he doesn't complain a lot to me, but it, you know,
1: it's, it's a problem. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Keith has never complained to the point where it is like, oh my gosh, you're a horrible person. He understands. Right. And he's, he's yeah. almost so understanding that it's like, who is this person <laughs> and <laughs> how are you so understanding? But i I have to think about myself too, because I can get so enamored with everything. Like Lori said, I mean, the clock just keeps going and going. And then four hours later, you're like, oh my God. And I don't want to be the antagonist of a Hallmark movie. Like
0: I
2: don't. Right. Right. I, Be that
0: guy. I had a procedure the other day and I'm in the recovery room emailing you all like I'm I'm responding to you I'm like Ben do this do that the doctor's like uh hello did you not just have a procedure done <laughs> like what are you doing I'm like I don't have time I gotta work again you know so right. it's, uh, yeah it's about learning to I think it's maybe getting into the topic of you know how do we balance that more within ourselves how do we separate how do we log like make actual time in our schedule, no work. Now, you know, we have all this other time in our schedule to do all the work, but maybe making a schedule of, I'm not going to work from this time to this time. I'm Mm going to spend that time with my animals or my children or my spouse or my boyfriend or my girlfriend, you know, type of thing, something, something like that. Um, because it can take over your life and then you're, you're just, you don't know how to turn it off.
5: So. Yeah. Yeah. I think the problem for me is, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate is my business isn't work. You know, it's me. It's literally me, you know, and taking that, oh, I'll just, I'm only going to work from 9am to 5pm is not a thing for me because I'm obsessed over it. Like it is my obsession. So I'm always thinking about it, even in when I'm watching TV or scrolling through social media. And that's another thing is like my social media is how I find clients. So mm-hmm. it's not like I can just scroll through social media, you know, mindlessly while I'm trying to go to sleep or something. It's always someone's posting about needing help. And I'm always like, Oh, I can help you do that. So the separation between business and intimacy is very difficult for me because my business is so intimate to me. Right. So I love I'm, that.
3: Yeah. I think yeah. just like what Sydney was saying too, most of us run our businesses on social media. And so our significant others can get that misrelaid in their mind that we're just mindlessly scrolling when we're actually looking for clients or, um, you know, okay. responding to yeah. our community. And they don't necessarily understand that because they don't operate their businesses on social media.
1: What's the thing with that, That takes willpower because I'll time block and I'll be like, screw that. I'm not, I'm not, (laughs) you have to make it a habit like anything else. We were talking about that earlier today.
0: I think too, I've implemented a morning ritual for myself. So I do not pick up my phone now. Like, you know, people pick wake up and they pick up their phone and I did that for way too long. Um, And and it messes with your mental health. So Mm -hmm. i have my own morning ritual and I stick to that. And then, um, on top of that, it's just creating boundaries too, right. It's creating boundaries with clients, with people, with yourself saying like, I'm not going to go and respond to people right now, even though I have the time to, because some, somebody else or something else needs my attention, or even if it's just yourself, right. Um, because a lot of people take your time throughout the day. So it's, it's not just social media. It's like, you know, I'll get a million text messages a day from people needing things or help or whatnot. And I'm happy to help them. But like yesterday, I was trying to recover a little bit from something. And I felt like I was just I couldn't right like constant text messages and phone calls and emails and, uh, and then social media like posts. And so, um, you know, just finding the tools to plan. I plan out my social media for a month. Now I use apps to do that. Um, and just trying to find like the time to do that, but then creating boundaries for yourself, like you don't have to always respond to people right away. Um, or, you know, I went and uh, met a friend for dinner and turned off my phone and I had some soup with her because it made me feel better. Does that make sense? So it's Mm -hmm.
4: like, it's
0: like doing those things and like being conscious
1: of making sure you do them. Another thing is too I grew up in a small town and going back to the intimacy thing people will always be like well you don't pay enough attention to your partner because they're very like very immersed in the generational type of world the traditional relationship you know you're not you're not focused on your partner enough and I think what's really important to know is that whatever is agreed upon and accepted between you and your partner is what is okay. Like as long as you and your partner are okay with it, then it's okay. But if it's a problem, then talk about it and fix it and and come up with a solution and a compromise. But people are so judgmental about, Oh, well, you don't pay enough attention when in reality, a lot of people are like, no, this is actually something we agreed on. We talked about this, even though it doesn't look normal to you. It's normal for us.
4: Yeah. We, My husband and I, we, when I was working in a place where it was a 24-hour facility, I found that I was constantly text messaging and all of those things were happening. And when we reconciled, we agreed that we were going to have a date night, that when we had dinner as a family, nobody had their phones. If we were watching a movie as a family, nobody had their phones out. We slipped into some bad habits with quarantine and all of that stuff but when life goes back to normal those date nights will still happen they were Thursday nights every Thursday night it worked because my daughter was out of the house at an after-school activity until nine o'clock at night so we had time to reconnect and have that whether you know physical or not intimacy means many different things but time to connect and be a couple just the two of us and not have to be distracted by all the other things that were happening in the messages and the emails and that agreement was in place and we stuck through that until our situation now. But, you know, it's, it's something that I found made such a huge difference in our relationship to keep that connection
5: going. And is something that I battle with my clients all the time, you know, and I know Lori can relate to this too. It's just that, like I was saying earlier, our business is our obsession. It's our child. And it's like, if, if someone were to walk up to me and and I've got this kid and someone comes up to me and is like, this isn't right. I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to be like, you can go fuck yourself, you know? So <laughs> delegating delicately is yeah. is an art, you know, and learning how to take your claws out of it, let it heal and let someone else take over is really difficult. I'm battling that with social media right now. I have a, another company doing it and Lori another OBM had to be like, um, no, put your CEO hat on. Cause I'm like, oh, I'm just going to, I'll redo the graphics. I don't like them. So I'll just redo them and send them to them and be like, this is the right way, my way. And this is the wrong way. (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, no, you're paying them to do that. Give them the corrections and let them do the work. So I'm, I felt a little hypocritical in that moment too, because that's what I preach to my clients all the time. You know, it's like, we can only handle so much as one person and the whole goal in building our business is to build it big enough that we're able to help as many people as we can. And a part of doing that is delegating and letting people take over. And as far as like shutting off around certain days, I've found apps that really help with that. I've got, apps that shut notifications down on all my bookmarked pages at certain times during the day. So I'm not receiving those messages. I'm not like they're receiving, I'm, you know, I'm getting them, but I'm not getting the notifications for them. So it's easier to add a sight, out of mind. And then uh, iPhone has the sleeping thing where you can shut everything down completely between certain hours. So I found that that really helps a lot and I'm really jealous because androids the one thing that I like over androids is my partner he can take his phone and flip it face down and it shuts all notifications off mm. like he can't receive anything and I'm like man that would be a dream
1: when bringing people on too, I I work on a level of I want to bring somebody on who thinks in a way that I don't so I'm not above you you are my teammate so when I'm I want somebody who is thinking a certain way so I'm saying hey what do you think about this? When I brought on my first salesperson, I was like, what do you think? And they were actually shocked. They're like, what do you mean? What do I think? You're the one in charge. And I'm like, no, you have a lot to offer that I didn't even realize myself. So what do you think about this? It's, it's not. And that's another thing about letting go is understand that you are not everything. You know what I mean? You are, you can't be, none of us are. So hire people who think differently than you do. Well, it's funny. You guys know I've
0: been an executive assistant to some pretty big people in my life, as well as being a makeup artist. And I talk about that in my bio, but um, one of those people that I used to work for said to me, um, well, Natalie, you can't people hire people to manage them because you can't manage yourself. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, how can I be an assistant and then have my own assistant? He's like, because you need you need somebody to manage you, right? So, mm-hmm. it's, so it's also accepting that You can manage yourself to a point, but when you have somebody else managing you, your time, helping you with your deliverables, telling you, okay, you have to make sure you focus on this because this isn't as important, but we make everything in our businesses the most important thing at all times, right? Because it's our babies. So we don't have somebody to be like, that can wait until next week, right? Or that can wait till tomorrow, or you need to speak with this person today, but not next week. And I used to do that for, for those people and, and for this person in particular. And the other day he said, you know, you need somebody to manage you because you can't manage yourself even though you think you can. So um mm-hmm. it's also like recognizing that you need you do need help and it's okay to have help and it's okay right. to let somebody um tell you when you might think something's the most important thing, but they like it's really not because it's an mm-hmm. outsider <laughs> looking and like, no, that's not that important today. So
3: well, yeah. I think that's important if we're looking at like intimacy in our business, because what we're all kind of saying is that by having a team and people that are experts in their own domain, come on and help us there, we're keeping the intimacy within our craft, so to say, rather than like, if we were delegating them in some ways, that That term in itself means that we're giving up the control and that we just want to wash our hands of it and someone else take care of it. And then that leaves us to walk away from the intimacy. And and that's probably why a lot of business people, especially entrepreneurs, pull back from having a team member come on because we feel like we have to delegate rather than to include people in on our team. Mm
5: -hmm. right that's that was the struggle with me for hiring a social media manager because i know i don't do strategy social media strategy you know i'm great with when should we be working on this and prioritizing and goal setting but when it comes to what hashtag should i use what topic should i talk about today like i don't have a freaking clue on that so Mm -hmm. right off the bat to the social media manager i was like look what you tell me to write about and what you tell what what hashtags you put. I'm just going to go with it because you're the expert. I'm not, but I have a degree in graphic design. So when they send me graphics that are absolutely deplorable and they're not even following my brand, the Karen (laughs) in me comes out and I'm like, excuse me, what are you, you know? (laughs) So yeah, no, that, that was really difficult for me, but it was a lesson for sure, because now I'm just writing down the corrections that I would rather have, as opposed to just taking over and doing it. And that was a really important lesson as a business owner. You know, I have experience in telling people to do that, but now I have experience in actually doing it instead of just taking over, you know, and I have a bad habit of doing that. And I think that's why I chose the role that I did and the business that I did, because just just coming in and taking over is natural for me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and can I say something too about the partners and the romantic side of all of this? I posted one time on social media and somebody said, oh, well, you, I can't see you with him and regarding Keith. And I was like, why, um, it was somebody at work at my old job. And they said, no, I I can't envision that. And I said, why? And they said, because he has a, you know, the shirt on Keith is a goofball. He's hilarious. And I, that's why I love him. Right. That is why I'm with him. So this person said, why I don't see you. i saw you with a guy like in my head you're with somebody who wears a suit and owns a business as well and we're always being fed this message that we as entrepreneurs need to be with other entrepreneurs yes mm-hmm. and i have been told that story and it's made me think in the past like is that true i have actually thought about that and explored that in my mind it's like when you're in the news i used to anchor the news people said well you should only date people in the media like you should only mm-hmm. date anchors and reporters because they get it you know but the thing is i need somebody who doesn't get it to balance me and that's why i'm with keith so there's like that narrative that's fed and that crushes intimacy for me just like thinking of oh my god i cannot have someone
4: (laughs) who is doing what i'm doing like it's full force before we started dating we were working together that's where we met was at um at work and we worked together. I think it was almost six years before I went to a different company and he went to a different company, but we, I found ourselves talking about work all the time. And because we all knew the same people, we were having lunch together. We were driving to and from work together. There were all those things. So our business life and personal life were so intertwined that there wasn't really the chance to separate it. Um, we got married three or four months after i left and he went to a different role so it 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 got better from there but it it's really tough to separate yourself when you're working in the same piece of it so i couldn't even imagine partnering with him outside of that but in regards to the business piece with um having him not work together like I said, that 24 seven role, mm-hmm. he was working at a totally different company. And I was still always, always on mm-hmm. messages, responding to emails, text messages, things like that. And they weren't always things that I needed to respond to until the next day. But I felt that need at the time to do it because, okay, well, what are they going to think if I don't respond right now?
1: Right. Cause What's you're now something? being,
4: yeah, because you're working under
1: someone. So now yeah.
4: it's like, oh shit, I better ask yeah. what? What's going to be the impact, right? And then it came down to making the decision that if somebody isn't dying, I can answer this tomorrow. Right. Right? Absolutely.
5: Yeah.
4: Well, I think so we're seeing too, you know, I have a lot of friends
0: that work in corporate America and they're working 24 seven now because everyone's working from home, right? Yeah. So corporate America is not creating boundaries because they're taking advantage of their employees because of all their time. And it's so, again, it goes back to, like, it's up to you to set those boundaries, because if you allow it, it will continue. Um, mm-hmm. And standing up to your boss or to corporate America can be a scary thing, but most of the time it doesn't end up that you lose your job. It ends up that they understand that there's, you'll get it done when you get it done, too. Um that person, one of the guys that I used to be the EA to, I used to ask his wife, I'm like, does it bother you when he comes home with, you know, cause he works 24 seven. She's like, no, he doesn't bring any of his business stuff home. Like she, she, like if he's had a bad day, he'll just say, I had a bad day with business. We don't talk about it. And we just, we set the boundary that they're at home. It's the relationship is about us and our kids. That's um, great. Yeah. So I respected that a lot. And I'm like, how, you know, and obviously that took practice to do, but now with everybody working from home because of the pandemic, people are having a hard time, you know, kids are homeschooling and, Mm -hmm. um, partners are both at home working their corporate jobs, corporate Mm -hmm. America is asking people to work 10, 11 o'clock at night, you know, because, oh, well you went and fed your kids at five. So now, you know, you can get back online after. And so it's just kind of creating those boundaries. A friend of mine put something up the other day. And it, I can tell you guys, my girlfriend Amy put something up the other day saying, This is my commute time home. So this is when I go on social media and my husband can't say anything about it. So she mm-hmm. factors in her commute time, even though she's working from home. And that's her <laughs> time to go and scroll social media and her husband doesn't bother her. She's like, I told Eric. It's commute time. So I don't, so he can't bother me. I could do whatever I want in this hour and a half of commute time. And I loved that because it's like she's working from home now. She's not commuting, but she's factoring it in as this is what I'd be doing if I was on the train or in the car. So I'm going to still do it. So it's just kind of like being creative and finding the the balance that way and finding ways Mm -hmm. to have time for yourself and for your family and your spouse. Mm -hmm. True. Because I, the, the, the,
2: I feel that's a recurring theme with everything we're going to talk about is the shame that comes along with it, because Mm -hmm. even as you're building your business, like, okay, what, when do entrepreneurs separate their personal life from their business life? Because you work from home, this is your personal life in a business setting. And it is your personal life in a business setting, like all the above. But when I walk out of my office and I close my door, I leave my work at work. I don't bring it out in there. Yeah. And we've, we've, my husband and I have created a charging station downstairs for our phones and stuff. So we don't bring our phones upstairs into our room at all. That's awesome. That is just for us to sleep. That is just for us to connect. That's for us to talk about our day, whatever's happening, whatever. Um, and so then in the mornings, when I get up there for a long time, I wasn't checking my phone until at least nine o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, it would wait, everything would wait. I would hold it. And then I would check it and then I would deal with everything and then block out the different areas that need to be worked on during the day. But it has created so much structure and so much, um, just so much structure within my business from taking back that control because this is my business. I get to choose when and where I plug in it. And when and where I don't, when and where I'm taking time off, when and where I, you know, whatever. So, but it's not to say that like sometimes if he's working late, I don't come down and work until midnight, one, two o'clock in the morning because sometimes I do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't, you know, sometimes I shut off at five o'clock and we go have ice cream or whatever, you know,
4: that's the
1: art of letting go. It's like, just stop thinking about it. It's fine. It's going to the world isn't going to end tomorrow because you put your freaking right. phone down.
2: Well, I also think it comes back to um, realizing that it, that it is your business, giving yourself the permission to create your own system and your own boundaries that feel right for you, as opposed to letting everyone else's come in and influencing what you want. Now you have to play around and find the stuff that is good for you. That's perfect for you in your situation. But I mean, to be honest, there's no two situations that are ever identical. Like you just have to create your own.
5: Right. And our situations of their, in our own are always changing too. And like, I personally have the experience of being with someone who is, doesn't run a business and has a nine to five. And then I also have the experience of being with someone who's starting their own business too. And when him and I were together, it was a, a like a constant, we just built each other up. You know, it's like, Hey, did you remember to do this today? Did you make money today? How, you know, like, what are we doing we kept each other focused on the real core money-making activities, which I think a lot of new entrepreneurs have a hard time doing, like identifying what are the things that's going to make me money and what are the things that I'm just focusing on to keep myself busy. you know. And then now my partner now, he has a nine to five. I mean, he's he has other side hustles, but he's not like a business owner and he doesn't obsess about it. So he's able to be like, hey, remember me? You've been in there 12 hours. Hello. You want to watch a movie? You want to solve a murder box? You know, and that usually can coerce me out of my office. I'm like, ooh, crime. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll like dangle a treat in the door and be like, hey, come on. Another thing that's annoying
1: for me is that I worked in television for 10 years. So at family events or even with friends. Like I had friends one time at a party. They're like, I'm going to turn a uh, QVC on. I'm like, please don't like, <laughs> I don't want to watch the network. <laughs> I don't want to look at it. So it's, that makes it even harder. It's like, I don't want to talk about it. Hey, like, try try wow. being a makeup artist. Yeah.
5: Having your friends <laughs> Having or
0: psychologists. Oh. <laughs> psychologist. They want, they want yeah, free, therapy, free therapy, free makeup, <laughs> free, you know, it's That's like. so frustrating. Yeah, we have to be intentional like the word is intentional. You have to be intentional with your time. I date a cop. Our schedules are completely different, right? And he's on for days at a time and whatnot, but we have to be intentional about choosing to make that time together work and be um, what we want it to be and make it what we want it. You might just find the balance right away, or you might go the opposite and then learn, but it's giving yourself grace right like you have to give yourself grace through all of this but be intentional as well and and set those boundaries and make the time because otherwise you know it will take over it will always take over
2: yeah. absolutely spot on it's just the matter of finding your own groove and all the people that come up with all the advice in the world started somewhere and they did not have it all figured out when they started it was a process
1: <laughs> yes ma'am Yep. Stay tuned for the next episode. Woo-hoo.
2: Thanks, Bye. 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 Bye.
4: Bye.
1: Six women on the internet coming together for intimate conversations about difficult topics with soft hearts and strong voices. This is Red Lips and Mic Drops.
2: Red Lips and Mic Drops. Big hips and lip gloss. I'm talking issues and our thoughts. The world don't unfair, so let's talk. Red lips and mic drops. Big hips and lip gloss. I'm talking issues and our thoughts. The world don't unfair, so let's talk.